living out here in Los Angeles, at least um, in my experience, everything being so fast paced and so on the go and just all the work that you have to do and the things that you have to be a part of, the people that you have to network with just to stay relevant. It can be pretty exhausting, man. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I can say like personally, that sort of angle which seems to be like the only way to kind of like get things done is been like pretty challenging for me. I know that like, you know, I'm an introvert, um, like relatively shy. I'm not like too outgoing. I'm not going to like, like self promote or, um, I think like, we're pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like being so excited about like my thing is, is like tough to like do. Yeah. It can be almost awkward to do that kind of self promotion when it comes to your own work. And, um, you know, pushing your message. Yeah. Well, let's talk about how you've been able to like accomplish that with, uh, with our little company here man, in DLA. I mean, I think it starts, um, starts with having kind of a clear message, a clear goal in mind. Um, you know, with DLA, community is at the heart of this project. So I think that's kind of a big part of our, of our branding of our message, you know, even with the podcast, um, it's about, getting to know all the amazing talent and artists that are in this city that you may not otherwise um, be hearing from that uh, I think deserve to be heard and deserve to have a, a place to share their work and promote their work. And as we promote them, you know, they're promoting us and it's kind of has that synergy where we're, we're helping people help each other and kind of growing naturally and organically that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And speaking of, our next guest is a brilliant self-promoter. He writes his own songs, he produces his own music, distributes his own stuff, creates his own shows, and he's killing it in the marketing aspect when it comes to the music business. It's fun to me. I feel like entertaining people and really capturing an emotion from somebody through art is super special it's super cool you're able to give that perspective you're able to inflect an opinion whether it's good or bad it really doesn't matter if you're able to get a judgment from somebody then you pretty much won all right with us today we have singer songwriter r&b artist and music producer randy white yeah. randy thanks for being here man. welcome I appreciate you guys having me on i appreciate it yeah man we want to get right into it. How did you get started with music? Where did your influence come from? How was the start of your journey? Yeah, I mean, it's a long story. So my family, I grew up with a family that does music. So if I didn't do music, it kind of be weird. It would kind of be yeah. a little strange. So <laughs> my mom sings, my dad sings, my sister sings, everybody does music. Um, so I grew up just around Marvin Gaye and, and a lot of old music and that kind of R&B. And then... Once I got to, I would say college, that's when I gave myself a whole different, you know, started listening to more rap. My friends started putting me on to more artists like that. And um, that really played a role into where my music is now and how it's more modern, even though it has those, I guess, uh, singing styles of like old R&B and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so that's just, you know, the music in the creation part of it. I guess I started in middle school, I started making beats. Um, and I was in like choir and stuff in high school and all those stuff. And um, after that, from middle school, then I started making my own songs in high school. And then college, I started thinking about it seriously and publishing it and trying to, you know, make it a career. Yeah. Did you did you go to college for music? So I went to college for marketing. I um, okay. I had the mindset that the music would be there 
like kind of no matter what. I didn't feel like I needed to go to school for music. Um, I felt like I could, could learn it, YouTube, all that, YouTube University. Mm-hmm, yep. um, shout out. <laughs> yeah, shout out. But yeah, so I chose to do marketing because I felt like I, I would need marketing. And what better way to, you know, market myself is to, you know, go to college and learn and figure it out and really you know, understand the ins and outs of it rather than the the obvious, like the social media marketing and, and that kind of stuff. But I want to understand, you know, where it comes from, understanding people, understanding your target audience and all those, you know, things like that. So, yeah, I went to school for marketing. So you were looking for ways to round out yourself as a as an artist, as a, as a brand, exactly. as opposed to just focusing on the music. Exactly. I wanted to I wanted to build. I didn't want to just, you know, make music. I w- love making music. It's fun. But I want it to be something that um you know can, is my career and i wanted to build upon it and ultimately have a voice you know that's yeah. really the big goal yeah yeah can you recall like a like a moment when you decided like okay like i really want to do music i really want to take this seriously i know you said you were surrounded by it you had mom and dad you know listening to like the old r&b and stuff but did you have like a specific just like a click that was like uh oh, like this is it yeah, definitely freshman year of college, a hundred percent. I was playing basketball in high school and taking that super seriously, but then I realized I'm not gonna make the NBA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, while I was doing basketball, I was always singing. Like I said, I was in choir and all that stuff. So once I got to college and decided, I, I played a year of basketball. I was like, okay, that was my goal. I got to college playing basketball. Um, I I left it. I quit and um, really started building up my own in-home studio and all that stuff like that um, and taking it seriously. Yeah. Okay. That was what, 2018? Okay. And I mean, writing music like um, in middle school, like as you say, like that's like, that's like pretty early. Was yeah. it, were there lyrics like involved too? Or? Nah, middle school was strictly beats. I was singing and getting that, you know, from the school and from being in those classes, vocal jazz and contemporary vocals as well. I was like in all the singing classes I could possibly be in. Yeah. Um, but when I would go home, it's all about beats. My dad had a, had a cool, a nice rack old. Everything was crazy old, crazy yeah. old Mac keyboard was weighted though, but it was like an electric <laughs> keyboard. So, but I didn't appreciate it for that then. Um, but in middle school, it was all about beats. I was trying to figure out how to make the, you know, the foundation of a song instead of building a full song. I didn't even, I didn't even know how to make a mic then or yeah. use a mic then, honestly. Yeah. And I'm thinking about it. So. Yeah. Have you gone back and used some of those some of those beats, some of those tracks in your uh, music now today? No, I don't think they were good. That's just my own opinion. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, through time and you grow and you get better and stuff like that, it, it never flashed in my mind to do so. Sure. But I I have a it's it holds in my heart for sure because I remember the song. I remember when I made it. I remember the the why I played the chords, why I said something in the song cuz cuz I always felt like it would be a good outlet for myself but um no i, I don't want to go back to this <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> i mean i can recall like having the, the saxophone like early on and like i've told this story before in an episode so like now you know my, if my mom hears it again she's gonna hear it twice <laughs> but uh like making up a song on like on like some notes that weren't really notes on the horn right, right. they were right. like uh like an extension like you had to press other keys for those notes to activate mm-hmm. but i thought it was like the coolest thing and i can remember her like telling me like oh those aren't actual notes but you know it inspired exactly. me to like keep going but there's something about like just that creation process like as a kid that it's just that's what you like fall in love with i think 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, 
just being on the on the the studio that my dad had, I had no idea what I was really doing or what I was using. I didn't know what the prices were. I didn't know where they were from, the manufacturer, all that. So uh-huh. when I'm just throwing down different effects like a compressor and I don't know what a compressor is or what it does, and I'm just putting it on it because I think it sounds good, it felt really um free mm-hmm. instead of being able to, you know, know what you're supposed to do. Yeah. It kind of boxes you in. When I was, you know, younger and didn't have as much knowledge it's like just that. just like try by error. Exactly. And, you know. You're just doing it. If it sounds good, it sounds good. If it doesn't, you change it. So... It was, um, yeah, that definitely was a cool part of making music really young, for sure. Yeah. And having, I guess, access to those things at a young age to play 100%. around with has to be also 100%. motivating. A hundred percent. Just them being there was was um, motivational and inspirational, for sure. Yeah. I mean, is that something that you've been able to, like, apply in other aspects, like that trial and error-like thing? Yeah, I mean, I'd be trying to play guitar sometimes and stuff. I don't know. I'd be trying to play all these different instruments, and I don't know what I'm doing. But I love just the the feeling of making noise from nothing and even just why the beat production is still something I, I hold and cherish because um, there's so many different producers and I could use so many and they're amazing. Um, but I love the aspect of opening a blank sheet of, of logic, filling it out, then putting it in a Pro Tools with blank vocals and then filling it out and it's from nothing to a complete song and it's just the best feeling. Yeah, I mean, like, um, making beats, I would make, like, these instrumentals, right? And, again, like, when I was, like, younger, um, I kind of, like, self-taught, like, at early 20s. Like, I didn't really know, like, what I was doing, but I was putting, like, loops together. And, like, if one loop sounded, like, muddy or something, like, I didn't really know what that was about or how to do it. But, like, I released some, I put them out, and then someone talked to me about, like, what a limiter is. And then I was like, oh. Change I, the word. Dude, I, I put this <laughs> limiter on my tracks. And I was like, they're all louder. And I was like, and then I re-released these, like, instrumentals. And I put in parentheses, remastered. Yeah. And I just thought, thought, so I, thought I was like, oh, this is it. Like, this, exactly. this is how everybody's, like, stuff sounds good on the radio. Mm-hmm. And not thinking, like, there's all these other elements. There's these um, mixing techniques and... Uh, you know all these different like uh like mastering plugins and mm-hmm. like now that i'm like developing like that that knowledge uh like again it was like trial by error for me too 100%, like, 100%. Yeah. And, and friends i have to do i appreciate my friends and and i'll just say yobi bryant for sure he he really um like just sent me out of nowhere just sent me different things to get and made me feel because i i was always asking questions i'd be like if somebody sounds good and their music sounds the way I want mine to be, or just I want to take some like the brightness of the vocals or something, I'm like, bro, I like how you you do your vocals. Can you like some? And he just send me some. So Yobi, I appreciate that. For sure. But yeah, like just having no knowledge and going in is, um, I think it's probably the best part about music because you don't need knowledge to make music. Music is anything. It's it's your hand it's the table it's, it's really anything so well it sounds like you enjoy kind of learning all the different processes and things that go or go into it that are involved in it do you ever get overwhelmed or feel like um you know do you ever have work collaborate with other people do you ever feel the need to kind of branch out or do you like having that control over the whole process yeah n- no i definitely do I, I feel like that might be just a um i don't know it might be just a my own kind of feeling i guess but yeah i definitely get antsy about 
you know, feeling the need to go work with somebody else, because a lot of times when I do work with other people, there's a lot of benefits and there's a lot of, um, you know, pros you get from that. Um, but it takes away from that time that I'm able to sit down and really figure out what I want to, you know, produce and what I want to finish and, and, and get done. But I do have times where I feel like I need to branch out and I need to try something different. And, um, but, but it's so easy to, that's why, that's yeah. why it's so amazing. It's so you, you, it's not hard to, to either call up somebody or, um, just go online and look up something different that you've never seen or look up. Okay. Say you have a, a keyboard plugin and then you want to go to, you want to try something different. You can easily go on Google and search up that same thing or Reddit if you the information so right. exactly accessible now. you want to find it. So mm -hmm. yeah, I, I don't feel you know pressured to, but I do think it's beneficial. So I try to. Yeah, I mean you're somebody who is like writing your own stuff, you're recording your own stuff, and then you're editing your own stuff too. Like, how have you been able to like balance like doing all of that, or like what's motivated you to like take uh take your hands on like all of those pieces of the of the process? Yeah, I mean. It really stems from, I, I'm aware that there's a lot of people that do all the jobs really well. Um, but I know that when I get into a position where I can just delegate jobs like that, very easy, very simple, I want to be able to know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to know, okay, I don't like that. I don't like the way you did that. I like. I want to be able to articulate what I want. And that goes for everything it goes from video editing goes for um when i went my band a rehearsal they they complimented me a couple of weeks ago about how i'm able to just tell them what i want and that's just because i feel like it's necessary so um i've just always felt like i needed to do everything um even if i'm not you know good at it or, or, or whatever i felt like i needed to know how to do everything so that i would be able to speak it in a language and communicate what i um and dreaming no that that like brings like um the connection you know that, that makes your uh your music more like personal and like when you can connect with the other people who are collaborating with you and like be as detailed as possible then you get back like mm -hmm. what you receive so 100 percent. yeah well i want to talk a little bit um about your your writing process and like how you've worked with bands and everything you talk about like coming from this blank space to, you know, the final production, like, what does that look like for you? Yeah, I mean, for this uh, most recent EP, I'll just be specific to the most recent songs that I've made. It all starts with a blank logic, and I make a, a, a beat from whatever, from my thoughts. I don't yeah. know. I don't know where it comes from. I couldn't, <laughs> wouldn't tell you. Um, a beat goes down, and then I end up making vocals. Um, writing it down normally it stems from an emotion that I recently had probably the night before about something that you know might not be shareable but <laughs> sometimes it just you know feels like I need to write it and I need to get it out and um, if I'm not comfortable with talking to okay say it's about a person if I'm not comfortable with you know explaining my feelings to the person or explaining the feelings for the person to anybody else the, the mic is always listening. So I'm always able to express it there and feel safe and comfortable to share anything mm -hmm. and be, you know, ex extremely honest, as honest as I possibly can. Um, and so that's really goes to the writing. And then once the song is written, boom, boom. And then once I look at a, a demo version, I guess, of the song, then I, 
normally go back into the logic and make you know fills different stuff like that different instruments at a different pattern take out a melody if it was clashing or something mm-hmm. go back to vocals kind of thing and then once i get to a place where um i feel like it's solid it just might be missing a few things that's when i call up my friends and uh laser on the guitar ethan hands on the keys i i, I call them up and i don't know how they do what they do they're phenomenal i play it and they just start jamming and i just push record and it gets done Mm -hmm. like super quick so so it's a it's a fun process it's amazing for sure yeah like you said this always interests me because everyone's kind of process is different and what sparks that idea to to get the thing rolling but for you it starts with the beats it's always yeah 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 normally normally it is um but the beats are definitely a stem of whatever kind of emotion i'm feeling Mm -hmm. so i guess it it kind of stems from you could say the writing, even though I haven't written anything. Yeah. But I know what direction it's, I want to go with. The, but it's a it's a feeling. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If I'm if I'm gonna write about something that's deep or or kind of you know dark to me, then I'm gonna make that kind of beat. If I want to be happy, then that you know. So. Well, I mean, how important is that collaboration like aspect of it? Because I mean, when you used to like write as a kid, like your beats, you're kind of like solo, and now you're like coming together. You're asking people for like help, like. How important is that? Yeah. And even just like I said earlier, I think that is really that stem of um, I, I don't know how to play these instruments very well, but I know it needs it. Like mm-hmm. I'm aware mm-hmm. that, OK, a guitar would sound good here because I've tried picking it up and I hear the notes. Or I hear the tonality of the guitar that I want in it, but I'm not a pro yet. I'm not an expert yet. We'll keep that in there. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so I do feel like it's necessary to. um. You know, it's not necessary. It, I do feel like it's an additive. I'm very hard on myself, especially with the music and especially with the product that I end up releasing. Very strict on on my, you know, what I'm willing to release. Mm-hmm. So before I do, I always want to make sure it's it's the best in my eyes and um, has everything that I could put in into it. And if that needs, you know, a guitar or keys that I can't do or a bass section or live drums because I don't play drums, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I mean. I think uh, for a lot of us, we're our own, you know, harshest critics, especially when it comes to our art and things that 100%. we're creating. But like you said, being able to really articulate and understand, even right. if you even if you can't maybe do it the way you want, but you know how and what it should sound like exactly. and what you want. Exactly. Yeah. Whether it's a, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a long note, a short note, or it's a, you know. I'm saying it in basic language so mm-hmm. so that, you know, if you were listening and didn't understand legato or staccato, mm-hmm. and sure. they would be able to understand it. But it's just like, you know, that I attribute that to chorus and that school background of music, um, definitely. And then just me going in and on YouTube, like I was saying, and all that. But, yeah, that school education is a little different when you're in choir and you are actually being told how to sing or, or when you're in... um. You know, I wasn't in band, but when you're in band and you're getting told how to, you know, you're correctly supposed to do that instrument. And then you take that and then take it your own way and figure out how you want to play it and how you want to put your twist on it or whatever. It uh, it definitely changes the game for sure. It changes how you look at, you know, your art. It changes how strict you are on your art because now you know all the things that you can put in it. Now you're like, oh, wait, it needs that. It needs that because now you are aware of all this stuff. Um, so, yeah, it, it definitely changes a lot 
appreciate it. Well, I want to talk a little bit about um, your, your performing. You're somebody who, uh, you know, is comfortable on the mic. Like, where did that skill develop for you? Uh, my, my mom has a video from, like, second grade, third grade of me on, um, in choir. It was assembly. Crazy, you know, all the kids of the whole school and all the parents. And I was, like, the kid in the front dancing i was killing <laughs> like in the choir we're no yeah, you know yeah, so yeah. we're supposed to be preppy and you know standing straight and still i was dancing like full-blown mm -hmm. getting it so i feel like it might just be a personality thing but it's fun to me i i feel like you know entertaining people and really you know capturing an, an emotion from somebody through art is super special it's super cool and the fact that I'm able to go up on stage and just do something that I love and make somebody's day or make somebody's, you know, perspective change on their day, because that happens a lot. People have a down day and then they listen to good music and it, mm -hmm. it brightens their whole mood. Um, that effect that, that the performing has, um, that I think that the music industry might have lost a little bit mm -hmm. with, you know, the backing tracks and all that stuff, even though I'm supportive of everybody. Um, I think there's something special about, you know, having a live instrumentation, live, having a band. It's different every single time. You, I don't know how it's going to sound. Yeah. I have no idea. It, it's just a, it's a great feeling. It's, it's uh, special for sure. For sure. Well, it doesn't sound like you ever had a, like a, any trouble with that performance side of yourself. Like you weren't a shy person. Not really. It kind of came natural to you. Yeah, not really. Not with the performing. I, I am kind of shy. Mm -hmm. When it comes to just everyday living, sure, but not with the performing. I, I kind of that's, that's where you're in your zone. Exactly, I get yeah. nervous because I want to have a I want to have a good time. I want to do well. It's not like I'm nervous because there's a lot of people or, or anything. It's just that I want to hit my cues or I want to you know do good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a story like um when I was in university, we had these sort of like seminars where we would like perform um our song, our written song, we'd get a group together, we'd have like rehearsals for it and we'd perform in front of like a jury of like peers and like um, mentors, right? And for this particular one, I remember a, um, a popular like jazz group like at the time came and they sat in and like saw us and these were people that were like idols to us. They were like celebrities, right? And like the jazz community and um to get them to come to like listen because they were doing like a concert later in the day they didn't have to come to our our little like session sure, it was right. mostly just for like the the school and um you know i'm one of like the first groups to go up there and kind of like i mean in the jazz community there's not much like flair or like performance like aspect it's just kind of you just go and you just like start playing your, your thing and uh i remember like um announcing my song like this is whatever and here are the band members so-and-so so-and-so <laughs> and um one two three four, and just kind of yeah, right and mm -hmm. i just got into it and and to me like the the music was the thing that like uh was supposed to speak to people and the the guy from the band he like cut he, he was like he was like yo stop stop everybody stop and dude, I got so embarrassed. I was like, oh, oh no, like something, I played like a wrong note or am I out of tune or something? And he comes up to me and he was like, he was like, I, I want you to leave the room. He was like, I want you to come back. And when you come through the door, we're going to go crazy. Like, like we, like we've known you, That's like, fire. like, like we're just going to give you a ton of energy. And then I want you to announce your song. And that had an impact. Like I left, I came back in the room. Everybody like started going crazy That's and tough. like clapping and like, 
And then, you know, then I gave the, uh, you know, I sort of like matched the energy of the mm-hmm. crowd like yeah, when, yeah, I, yeah. when I announced it. And um, he talked about like how important that was. And, um, you know, like to this day, it's something that I try to like carry with uh, with anything that I'm doing with any like announcing or if I'm like uh, DJing or, you know, um, whether I'm like promoting online, there's um, a certain energy that you have to like give in order to like receive it back from like your audience yeah. and, and that's the hardest thing i think that's one of the hardest things especially when you're you know not as fully known i guess if you're not worldwide known and everybody knows your name it's hard because you know people don't know you so mm-hmm. you have to go up in front of a bunch of people that don't know you or don't know if you're good and mm-hmm. you have to win them over and so that energy is like like it's so weird to say it because how are you supposed to you know get energy from people that have no idea what you're about to do or how you're going to sound. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's difficult for mm-hmm. sure. And you're performing um, regularly, right? You've got shows like often. Tell us a little bit like how, how you're getting in the shows, how you're like staying like relevant, like what that means like for your branding. Yeah. I mean, performing in general, just like I said, it's, is it's my favorite thing probably about the music. I, I, I can't say favorite, but I would just say it's a great thing about the music that I love to do performing. Um, it's a key thing, I would say. And um, so in general, I always feel like I need to keep up on my skills. And I always need to be rehearsing and with the band and just playing and singing. Um, along with that, I went, like I said, I went to school for marketing. So I know that performing is probably one of the uh, most beneficial in-person kind of marketing and and um guerrilla you know kind of marketing i guess like ground team mm-hmm. at least i've noticed that it's my most effective because um, it puts you right in front of the people yeah it puts you right in the f- people right in front and you're able to you know give that perspective you're able to inflect an opinion whether it's good or bad it, it really doesn't matter if you're able to get a judgment from somebody then you've pretty much won it's, it's not like like if there's a crowd and they don't like you right and they boo you, they throw tomatoes, whatever, <laughs> whatever. You get off stage, I promise you, they will all remember you. I promise. So it really does not matter because two years from now, you could have a crazy song that they all like. Mm-hmm. And they'll all be like, wait, I threw a tomato at bro, but yeah. it's kind of tough. <laughs> so it, like, as long as you can get a reaction, a judgment, if people are just standing there and they're like, oh, and they don't even notice, then, yeah. then you know, this, you, you didn't be, really you get anything. You want to be memorable in some way. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't really get anything out of it. And, you know, they saw your face, so it's not like you got nothing from it. They've seen your face, so they might, you know, see your face and recognize you or whatever. But it's, it's that, you know, every time I'm on stage, I feel like it's beneficial for me. It, I feel like it's growing my platform, my brand, and... Um, I feel like that's one of my best parts of marketing for me, just in particular performing for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned that uh, like it's one of your favorite parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, like what is your, your favorite part? Yeah, of I don't know if I could say a favorite. You know, the creation is I love creating music. That's just from the start. That's where it all started, I guess. The sing, Just I like singing. Like I, I don't know if I could say a favorite. I enjoy it all. The producing is fire. The writing songs because they all have i guess different reasons for why i enjoy them i would say you know i feel like the songwriting is a complete expression of my emotions it's exactly how i feel i'm able to say it just the words the beat making is like more of an emotional kind of aspect because you feel it it's more of a like a a energy based thing once i hit a, a right chord or a right progression or whatever it's like 
ah, like it just feels good inside. It feels amazing. When I'm in a band, it's it, everything is different. Yeah, it's yeah, hard man. to you know choose a favorite because let me, let me just finish that off. When I'm with a band, the energy is different. When you're mm-hmm. on stage and there's a band behind you, you guys have been rehearsing together. The it's like instead of you on stage, it's five people or however larger band is or small your band is. It's everybody wants to do good. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just you on stage. Like okay, I meet. Let me do good let me make a good impression it's five people in it together trying to get the crowd's energy trying mm-hmm. to so it like and collectively feeding exactly, off each other just by mm-hmm. just off of that it, it would be better it's more energy it's more it's um more comfortable it's easier like just based off that it shares the pressure in a way too 100 100 percent. and especially when there's somebody that's not nervous okay now everybody else is like okay wait we can do this as comfortable as, you know, everybody's able to feed off of everybody's energy. And even if somebody is nervous and, you know, there's um, uh, his his crushes in the crowd and he's just mm-hmm. nervous because he wants to do good in front of her. Immediately, w- when you're with a band, you're able to look at the guitar. and He'd be like, yeah, yeah, you're you're going crazy. Or like you're able to, you know, the bass can look at the keys and make sure they're on the right verse or you know there's just so many backups when you're with a band and it's different every time and yeah it's different 100 percent. you can kind of focus on the details and the things going on with the other band people around you than like just staring out into the crowd kind of getting lost and what we like to do we like to extend them so if if the song is going well and we have a chorus left i'll turn around and be like y'all come on like we got four more like why not they messing with it everybody's having a good time we just keep going um and you can't really do that with with tracks. You could you could just extend it by keep singing acapella, but it's different when you got a band, hundred percent. Yeah, and you talk about like um like the feeling that you get like from like creating the beats or like you know or feelings that you're trying to like emulate like through like those sounds. Is that something that you were always like um aware of, or you know was that a skill that you had to like develop? And when was that? Yeah, I I definitely think that's more of a developed skill, I guess. I would say in the beginning of producing music, it was definitely just to throw something on there. And if it sounds good, it sounds good. Now it's more of a, if it sounds good, cool. But if I'm able to make it, you know, now I have the knowledge. So now I'm able to say, okay, I know this key makes me feel this certain way. And I know that, that when I hit this chord after this chord, I'm able to just, you know, keep the, the, the resonance or keep the keep it all clashing and make it sound dirty and messed and messed up on purpose or you or, or make it clean and make it. So it's 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 just different now, I guess, with the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that's how it, it developed. I would say through the just knowledge and, and learning and, you know, school and hearing from people and all that. Yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. I know the the marketing side you know, studying marketing has kind of made it a big part of what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously live performance sounds like that's a big part of marketing yeah. for you, that mm-hmm. that experience with people. What do you, how, what is your feeling kind of on all the social media aspects of promoting yourself as a musician, yeah. as an artist? You know, there's so many, you know, new songs being released every day. How do you kind of navigate that and try to cut mm-hmm. through? You know, it is difficult because with social media comes just like an influx of artists. There's so many. Anyone can do it. Anyone can do it. And Mm -hmm. even just the the fact that making music is so accessible now and so easy um, that anybody can do it. 
Um, so it's not like, you know, I'm overwhelmed by it. There's not, it's not too many. I love art. So I support everybody. If you want to make music, please do. It's like, it's amazing. I could tell you firsthand, but with social media, personally, I, the core of it, the core with the content and all of that stuff, I, I really love it. I'm able to post right now, like anything I want. Mm-hmm. And I know people are going to see it. I know at least some people are going to see it, whether it's what what number it is, you know, because the algorithm be messing stuff up sometimes yeah, or yeah, be yeah. <laughs> playing with you. But it, it's cool just being able to say, OK, I want to drop a song. So I'll just drop a song. Whereas I'm I'm sure, you know, I'm sure 20 years ago it wasn't like that. I'm sure you couldn't just drop a song. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do. I definitely think that it's a, a positive just in the creation space in the um in people expressing their feelings honestly mm-hmm. and really just being able to um get whatever they want out and and publish it to what who they want to hear it um the marketing side of it it um it, it's probably the most helpful just in general i would say the performing is an amazing aspect of the you know of um the groundwork of where you are and the local work and the, you know, going to different places and, you know, you can go farther, but social media, you can get the whole world like Mm -hmm. from one post, Mm -hmm. you can, you know, send it to everywhere. And like my family in Indiana can see it. Like, Mm -hmm. so it's, it's a, it's a beneficial thing, but it is scary because there's so many people that is, uh, because it's so easy. So many people can do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah just a click so but it is marketing it's probably one of the best i'd say yeah sure no no regrets making that decision no no, no. Yeah. i'm not i'm not <laughs> you know i'm still young so i i'm very aware that you know of uh the generation that i'm in and how social media based it is mm-hmm. and how many people are looking at social media every single day it's like crazy it's the amount of people that you know that are on social media versus the amount of people that go to concerts is probably overwhelmingly different. Like that wouldn't even, it wouldn't even make sense. So it's not uncomparable. So just with that fact alone, you could probably read, you can reach so many more people on social media. It's just a little different when I'm able to, you know, touch somebody or actually be there and physically and say hi, or speak to someone, learn someone's name. It changes the game there. It's, you're able to really build a connection mm-hmm. with, um, you know, the people that support you and those um, fans. I don't know if I like that word, but <laughs> <laughs> but social media is different, um, but it's not, you know, that full connection. Yeah. But it's still amazing because you're able to get anywhere on the world. So It just opens up the demographics. Exactly. I want to talk about your most recent um, project, man, the EP that you just yeah, dropped. Yeah, yeah. Where the inspiration from that come from? Woo! The inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Why not? Why not? So <laughs> this is a girl, right? Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. I don't this see where it usually not. starts, isn't it? <laughs> All right. I know. Um. So yeah, this is there was this girl, and we were just, I guess, talking. I guess that's a a good word for it. We weren't nothing crazy, but we. Uh, I guess expressed our feelings for each other and our attractiveness and it's really that's crazy it's really a uh a EP filled of experiences from that time period it's what is it five six songs that's crazy six songs and it's really like a story it's a movie to me in my eyes because 
when I listen to my EP, you know, it's a little different because I made it. So when I listen to the EP, it I can see the whole movie of the whole entire from one to six. Every song, I can see the memory. I can see the words that I'm saying, like the actual visualization of it in in my head. And um, not only when I made the song and not only me singing it into the microphone, but also the memory that you know took place for those words to even come out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah this ev was um uh, was definitely based off an experience that i had with somebody that I, I felt was very special feel is very special and um it's really just the ups and downs of that um it's a little bit more downs but it's definitely just you know showing the 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 challenges within you know sharing yourself with somebody and them sharing themselves with you and the vulnerability that you decide to have whether you decide to be vulnerable or not is so crazy and whether they do eat too and so it's really just a um a six song compilation movie short film uh project that really displays this um this experience that i had with with this specific for sure Mm. and she definitely knows so if people thought it was somebody she definitely knows she it's about her yeah yeah so you compare <laughs> you compare the the project to to a movie mm-hmm. um to a visual you know do you have any like inspirations like in that world yeah i mean just in general inspirations you're talking about for like movie-esque kind of visuals movies or? music videos anything oh. visual yeah i mean a lot of my inspirations when it comes visually is i would say from one actual movies like um i I like trippy movies i like movies that are kind of i don't understand what's happening and confusing i Mm. like those movies i don't want to understand what's going to happen next uh, what's an example um like you know like inception and those kind of movies but you know yeah exactly that are just like like crazy to think about Mm -hmm. um and what's that um you leave the theater and like it makes you exactly it makes you think exactly Mm -hmm. and so that's i would say that's kind of where the visual aspect would stand from because I, i just enjoy that stuff but when it comes to the actual visual of like a music video is difficult to say because all of my music videos have um i've released have all been you know edited by me and and directed and and like i wrote out a storyboard like i have the notebook of all of the stick figure pictures of the shots that i want to get and stuff Mm -hmm. um and and for some reason i know i should have I probably should have gone to YouTube and watched, you know, some examples of of what I want to get done so it could get done that way. But I didn't I, I didn't want to constrain my mind and really put a box on what I want to make it look like. And so I guess I just went down and, and started drawing stuff or really just listening to the song. And, and that stems from the songs themselves, because, you know, once I'm writing and the writing of the song is a story. I can really just use the story of the song and now it just is specific to how I want it to look like the shots, the colors, the whatever. And, but that all stems from the song, the emotion of the song. Okay. If I see purple then boom. So it's hard to say like a, a motivational, a inspirational, you know, a thing that pushed me to visualize the things that I do. But uh, I definitely want to say that it's all stems from music for sure. It's, it's very much guided. 
by, by very, the project. Very much, very much. Like you said, uh, the CP is something that you went through and experienced, yeah. so you kind of have that almost movie in your yeah, mind. Yeah, I could, put, I can yeah. really, re- I could rec- replicate it if I wanted to. Just replicate what I, what, what happened. Mm-hmm. I could, and um, I probably won't, but I could. I, 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 I might, and I did a couple times for uh, one of my songs, "Demons." Recently, that was a single that I released. I, I definitely took actual feelings that i had and displayed them mm-hmm. but i'm thinking about it i don't know how specific i want to be because you know it is um since she knows it's about her i do want to be you know respectful of the boundaries that she may set when it comes to talking about her life and stuff like that so yeah i definitely think it's important to have that visual aspect because like i said i think that song the ep is a movie i really think it is a, a visual representation of this time in life that I had and yeah it's, it's crazy I love the 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 putting of art together it's really cool to see it all come together whether it's the song whether it's the video whether it's the show anything yeah it's really amazing. is it ever tough for you to kind of let yourself be vulnerable in you know I guess your song your lyrics telling telling something that's happened to you uh no I'm not because I don't have to like release it nobody has to hear hear it there's plenty of songs that nobody has heard and nobody will hear um, because I just felt that I wanted to say these things and I just said it because mm-hmm. that's just what was on my mind at the time. And I've never I've never felt nervous to do so or like anxiety because I said something on the mic. No, I think it's I think it's beneficial for me too. I think it's kind of the thing that drives me to do it all the time. You know, when people hear my music, a lot of times I get that um, they're able to put themselves in the shoes of me. Um, they're able to, you know, make whatever visual representation they have in their head sure. of what uh, the movie that, you know, in my head stems from real experiences. But, you know, they when, can relate to exactly. And they're able their to own exactly and really able to, you know, um, identify their their own path and and you know change their perspective maybe if if they felt like okay how do i get over somebody or dang i'm in a tough spot i don't really understand even what's going on and they listen to this song and they're able to be like dang maybe maybe that's what's going on it just get, brings them a little bit more peace you know just a of a just something that they're able to grasp and say okay maybe you know maybe i can see that being a you know possibility so i mean we'll be invulnerable in your art um that's gonna have your listeners want to like listen to you more too like that's gonna look yeah i think so i think it is a part of building that connection yeah i think it's a big a big reason that um i I love the people that have stayed by me for so long because i have been doing this like i said for a very long time just music Mm -hmm. in general and creating and i know you know a lot of the people that still support me to this day that have been there forever it's crazy um and i and i can tell that you know they respect and they support the the honesty that I put into a lot of my music, um, and and they also respect what I'm able to say. Okay, look, this this song is its purpose is to have a good time. It's the energy of this song is what it's for. Um, you know, because music doesn't always have to be deep or like yeah, you yeah. know, crazy or, or or sad or it can just but, make you want to yeah, get up and dance exactly. <laughs> and that's really the best thing about music is it, it can do anything. It can affect anybody and any emotion so well um i want to talk about what you're working on recently yeah yeah what projects you got going on a lot i'm working on a lot i mean right now i'm still on this ep 
Lost in Meaning, Lost in Meaning, Lost in Meaning, Lost in Meaning by Randy White, Randy White, Lost in Meaning. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, um, and I'm really focused on, you know, building this EP out and really building out the the ins and outs of it because I have a lot of stuff planned. I have like three videos that I've edited already that's just on, sitting on my computer. I have this live session that's like a 30 minute live session of the whole, a whole EP um, yes. with a bonus song. I appreciate everybody that was in that. That was really cool. The, the whole band, Trey, um, Ali, uh, the camera people, uh, Kiko, Kadase, Mike, my dad was a part of it. I appreciate all that. That was crazy. And so I have that. I just have a lot of content for this project that I'm kind of slowly releasing and trying to, um, you know, just give a different sides of the project, seeing it in different lights because it changes your, it changes your opinion when you see it. Okay. If you see a, a video that is one song and it's in the daytime and then that same song in the nighttime, you're going to feel it completely differently. Yeah. Um, whether you accept wh whichever you like better or whatever, um, you're going to feel differently. So that's really what I'm working on right now. I have a lot of content for this one that I'm going to slowly keep rolling out. Everything musically will be next year. I have um, Listo, me and uh, Jalen, we've been making music for a very long time. He kind of pushed me to start taking it serious. That's crazy. That was mm -hmm. a that was a big part of the question from earlier. Um, my boy Jalen, he really in high school he'd be like, bro, he's DJ, so he'd be like, bro, like pull up to a party, just why not? Like come through, you know. He, he didn't, we didn't go to the same school, so he'd be like, come through, just be in the scene, just be, because he knew I sang and he produced, but I was in basketball. I was like, nah, I'm gonna go to college. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this basketball thing, and um once i got to college he called me one more time he was like bro like what we doing like come on like we're in college now like what's up and i was like bro i just quit basketball like slide pull yeah, up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a studio on campus like we're straight see that's crazy Jalen. that's my brother so i completely forgot what the question was because that's my brother what, what, what were we talking about we're just talking about your most recent work man. Yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> me and him are gonna come with some um next year for sure Maybe even the end of this year, I don't know. Um, 85, me and him got some stuff. And then just myself, myself. I'm always making music. I make at least a song a day normally. Yeah, just a lot of a lot of new art, a lot of new progressive uh stuff, a lot of progression, rather is what I'm saying. A lot hopefully I, you know, I feel like I've been improving and getting better every single day. And I think that um whether that's in the knowledge and whether that's in my singing, whether that's in just and you know the creativity aspect of it so i think we can expect a lot of like cool stuff a lot of really um really intricate you know productions and a lot of uh a lot of a lot of good music yeah definitely. nice we're looking forward to it right? yeah all sounds right. like you're constantly trying to evolve yourself and yeah all the time <laughs> keep it busy keep it busy well where can everybody find your music yeah, you can find my music at Randy White. You can look me up at Randy White on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, all that. You can go on Instagram, uh, Randy, that's you. TikTok, Randy, that's you. I'm everywhere. Honestly, you can look me up and I, and I'll um, I'll be singing some stuff probably when you look me up. You'll yeah. probably see me singing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where you can find me. Well, Randy, you had a um a little piece of music that you wanted to share with us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to share. Um, this is the first song of the EP. Um, I was gonna play it, but I'll I'll just you know sing it. Oh, um, all right, yeah. Let's <laughs> hear it, man. We here, we here. So let me see. How could you just walk by like you never told me 
you love, you ain't even say hi. Like I didn't hold you, what the fuck does that mean? Ah, is it really nothing that it means to your baby? So why won't you tell me what it means to you? When you don't give me nothing, girl, I think for your baby. Well, maybe that means nothing to you. So yeah, that means nothing. Uh, Randy White, you can listen to it. It's out. It's the first song on the EP. Awesome. awesome. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Well, Randy, thanks so much for being on the podcast with us, man. We thank appreciate you, guys. you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.